We are brought to you by Upstarter Podcast Network, a podcast production company that manages all aspects of your podcast completely virtually. They can help anyone, anywhere turn their passion into a podcast. If you're interested in learning more, check out upstarterpods.com or upstarterpods on Instagram. Welcome to Brand Meet Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. Boy, do I have an interview for you today, and it's actually part of a two-part series. So get ready to meet a creator. I have the lovely career coach Darcy here, who's most obviously a career coach, but also a longtime friend, viral creator, Airbnb host, coffee and wine connoisseur, and most notably, (laughs) she's laughing at me, most likely to do the worm while at a local bar. That's what I've decided. She's shaking her head. True. Yes. So to to give you some business background, Darcy holds an MBA and started in the corporate world where she spent time as an office manager and a recruiter. She's since stepped away from the corporate world and created her own business as an online career coach and has grown her online presence to over 200K followers. Like, wow, wow, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So Darcy, let's get past all the mumbo jumbo. How do you even decide to jump into TikTok? Yes, that's a great question. And first of all, I just want to say thank you for that intro because when a girl is feeling down, all she needs is an intro from Harley. So that was great. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) To hype you up in the ways you need that you'd most likely do the worm at a bar. (laughs) Yes, bar and wedding. So if you guys need someone to do the worm at your weddings, I'm your girl. Um, I won't be having my own, apparently. <laughs> Still waiting on that ring. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'll make my boyfriend listen to this. So yeah, how did I... Okay, first of all, TikTok is like just one of those places that you are you don't know when it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but you can go viral. Like you have no idea. You put out a video. It, there's no real rhyme or reason behind it. Once I started making a lot of TikTok videos, I started getting a trend of like, okay, what should I do? What should I, what trend should I jump on? What should I not? But when I first started my, and this is like the advice I want to give on TikTok, the more, the merrier, just put out like three to 10 videos. I'm not even kidding. 10 videos a day. And if you can do that, something has to hit, something will hit. So that was my like first, I just pushed it as hard as I could. And once I got that like little feeling of like viral, I was like, okay, I can do this. I'm just going to keep pushing. So what was your magic, okay, I've got this, this is it, I can run with this kind of moment on TikTok? I can actually pinpoint a specific video in which I felt a little bit of that viral feeling of people are going to grab onto this. And it's when I told someone, or I say someone as being my audience, because I usually speak to one person, even though... I know it's masses that are going to be watching. Throwing in these tips here. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Listen, listen up. So I use the word like you and I make it very specific to the person watching. So one video I did was I said, there's no way you are submitting your resume as a Word doc. That's insane. And people are like, like, so anyone that was doing that was like, wait, Mm -hmm. I got to watch this video. What am I doing wrong? And then of course, I didn't tell them what they should be doing. So of course they were mad at me, but guess what? It got them to comment and ask questions. And therefore I can then answer their questions with another video. So that's when I first figured it out. And I didn't even mean to do it if I'm being honest, 
But <laughs> I figured it out that like having people having to come back to your content because they need something more was where that mm. sweet spot was. And even might upset people, but hey, engagement's engagement. <laughs> so how much do you talk about within one video? Like what's your sweet spot of, okay, this is just enough to where you want to know more, but also I haven't given you nothing. So you're not going to be angry about it. (laughs) I actually have a perfect answer for this because it's something I've written down because I have to tell myself not to go too far. This is me always. (laughs) Yeah. Meaning that you'll go too far with the free content. And then now, you know, what, what are they left with? Right. Are they going to come back? So what I do is I write down the, what, like, what do I want to talk about? And then I write down the how, like how you actually fix mm-hmm. it. And then I only tell them the what. And so they don't really know, okay, if I want to know how, like, how do, how do I know? Well, I have to come back to her for something or I have to book right. her for something. So I'm giving them kind of the problem and not the full solution. Maybe like a sprinkle, a sprinkle of solution. <laughs> Interesting that you say that it's all about this like problem awareness instead of tips and tricks. Because I think there's this whole like add value, add value, add value thing on Instagram, but I don't know if that is sustainable. And I think I run into that problem so often too. Um, And we talk about this so often where people just come to us really like diving into the free content and want all of our time for free as well. And I wonder if this is why, because we've just set ourselves up with, I give tons of free content and I need to reel it back. Right. I've noticed lately that I think people see a following, especially on my TikTok. I have about 160 or 165,000 and they assume I'm making tons of money. So they think, well, of course she's going to give me free content. She's making money on her platform. That's not the case. I make about $20 a month on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I need to pause right here. Okay. You make $20 a month using the creator fund. Correct. What about Reels bonuses? How much are you making? Zero dollars. Are you, you're not a part of it? I'm, I thought I was. I have no idea. I <laughs> literally, I don't know how those things work. And this is my whole thing. It's like, I never was a creator. I never, I say creator in the sense of an influencer world. Yeah. I create things and I like to create content, but I don't know the ins and outs of the platforms. I just was like, what can I do to make my life as easy as possible in terms of not having to create an email list? not having to sell my stuff on a marketing billboard, right? I'm obviously exaggerating, but where can I market myself? And I feel the most comfortable. I'm just going to get on. And like you were saying, tips and tricks, there Mm -hmm. is a tips and tricks to what I do. But the underlying factor there is the tip is this is what you should be concerned about, not how you should do it. But that's the Mm -hmm. tip, right? Still getting value of, hey, I need to be concerned about my LinkedIn headline. I need to be concerned about mm-hmm. my resume being one page or a half of it, whatever it is. So there's still value. And then they're like, okay, the people that want to buy from me are going to come to my profile and do so. And the people that aren't are always just going to be those people. They're always going to be the people that want stuff for free. That's just going <laughs> to happen. I think, honestly, that's such an underrated tip of tell about your problem more. Give me the problem over and over and over again, because people so are not aware of their problem, or it's completely different than the problem that they think they have. I run into this all the time where, you know, people just want the hacks or the like, they're looking for follower growth. But underneath that, it's, it's not about, you know, something you're doing online. It's about figuring out like who you are, what your niche is being one thing. It's just so much more complicated and personalized than that. Right. The 
The one thing I will say is, so I had a sales background before getting into this world. And the first thing I learned in sales is before you sell anything, you have to know what the problem is. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sell you. You've heard that whole thing about a pen, right? I'm not going to sell you a pen if you have nothing that you need to write. I'm not going (laughs) to sell you um, a blonde hair solution if you're a redhead, right? What is the problem? What do you need? And then I'm going to sell it to you. So yeah, you can't just go out here and get hacks and tips and tricks. They aren't going to be valuable unless you have a problem to fix. The, the root of the problem is the how we help and how we add value. Right. So you're a TikTok creator first. That was your first and foremost. Which yes. is your people, TikTok or Instagram? Well, Instagram people buy things from me. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> going to say Instagram. This is an amazing conversation. Tell me more about that. Tell me why you yes. say that. Yes. So I say this specifically because I met with someone yesterday who booked a one-on-one coaching session with me. And I always ask people, where do you, where did you find me? Cause I want to know where I should be spending my time on mm-hmm. my platforms. And every single person says, TikTok, I first found you on TikTok, but it wasn't until I started following on Instagram that I actually bought something. So ah. TikTok's platform doesn't provide a great strategy for people to keep coming back to you because most people hang out on the for you tab and not the following tab. Whereas on Instagram, when you follow someone, it's because you actually like them and you want to get involved in their content. You're watching their stories. And don't get me wrong, TikTok's trying to go there, but it's nowhere near comparison as far as the stories go and all of that. So Mm -hmm. they're trying to work into each other, but they're still not the same. They're not at all the same. The the comments are different. I get way more hate on TikTok than I do Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Even when an Instagram goes like viral... I still get more hate on something that doesn't, that has like five views on TikTok. So people are just ruthless on TikTok. So do you think it's worth, I mean, you obviously do repurpose on both platforms, but if you were going to jump into one, is that be, would that be something that you recommend? Or would you say, go for all, repost everything on both and see what happens? So I actually didn't used to repost on both um, because I was like so prideful for some reason, which makes zero sense. I would make specific content for TikTok and for Reels. And they were kind of different. Sometimes I would jump on trends on one platform and and go back and forth. It wasn't until the past about three weeks that I started cross- my, crossing them over. And it was because I listened to a podcast and some girl was like, why are you not posting everything you have everywhere? It takes one second. Who cares if you post with the logo or not, like the um, TikTok logo or not? I mean, I still don't because I just want to be careful about that. But yeah, I was like, yeah, why am I not? It's different audiences. And if people follow me on both, good for them. They get more of me. (laughs) (laughs) So you just post the same content. You don't even care about like repurposing or no, you don't care about it not being exclusive content or someone seeing it multiple times. Just go for Not it. at all. No, I, the only thing I say I will do is there's certain trends that come up on TikTok that I think are funny and they'll go viral on TikTok. And if I think it's a very niche audience of like, this is a TikTok sound, I don't try and promote that on reels. I just leave it on TikTok. But if it's something where I'm creating the content, it's original sound from me and I'm speaking, I'll post it on both. Maybe I'll wait like a week. So it's not the same time on both but I'll still post it to both at some point. What's your line of like Instagram humor versus TikTok humor? What's the difference? Describe it to me. (laughs) Yeah. 
I think people have such a hard time with like, I'm a TikTok person or I'm an Instagram person. I think whatever is makes you feel happy and in, in terms of like creating the content and putting it out there. And for me, I solely do TikTok and I stay away from the comments and I literally post and yeah. get, get, get out of there because I it's not good for my mental health. No. So for me, it's everyone keeps telling me they first see me on TikTok. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep posting there. I'm going to keep getting these like videos to like, you know, drum up business but don't sign me up for hanging out where I do hang out is on stories. (laughs) I go to Instagram and I watch like my same, like five people. I watch their stories and that's my, like, I love to consume that content. I don't even scroll my Instagram feed as much anymore. I don't know if you do that either, but I'm, I love, I love Instagram stories. So I remember piggybacking off of your comment about the culture and I'm a big, I'm a big TikTok hater, to be honest, just because of the culture. I just can't, it takes too much of my time. The algorithm like is too good. So I get real stuck in some like dark, weird humor. And <laughs> like the comment section is uncomfy. And I just don't feel like right. I, I don't feel connected to it. But one mm-hmm. of the major moments I remember from you and your content was a video of you pouring a jug, <laughs> like a summer lemonade <laughs> glass, huge jug of coffee over your head. And I remember a lot of hate comments and I remember a lot more views from this video. Tell me more about this strategy. Like I want to hear about the birth of this idea. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Okay. Of course. Have you guys heard of like guerrilla marketing, right? It's kind of just like as crazy as you can be and like as big and loud as you can be. Shock value. Yeah. Shock value. Yeah. So I, it was at the time when like coffee TikTok was blowing up. So I knew like if, okay, I'm going to make this funny. So I brought out like literally a giant, like if you can picture like, I don't know, probably like seven hands could fit in this jar, giant jar. And I filled it up with like iced coffee, creamer, all the things. And I was like, just doing it as like, as I was talking, thinking this would be a fun TikTok. I'm basically like doing a, I'm making my coffee for the week. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I'm doing it. And Ryan, my lovely roommate, also boyfriend, also business partner friend was um, (laughs) telling, he's like, you should dump that on your head. And I was like, funny. Like, that's so funny. He's like, no, I think people would like laugh and you will get views. I was like, actually, you might have something there. And so he was saying it as more of like, I want to see this torture that you have to go through. And I was like, you know what this? Yeah, this is this is going to work. So I poured it all at the end of my video after I gave good value about like prepping for an interview. I literally just took it without like no straight face and just dumped it on myself. And yeah, it went viral, millions of views. And everyone was commenting like, how could you waste coffee? You're an awful person. And I'm like, Thank you. Thank you for commenting. I appreciate you. And then I got so many bookings of people paying my one-on-one coaching. And I would ask them like, Hey, how did you find me? Well, there's this video of you pouring coffee in your head. <laughs> and I was like, and so you wanted to pay me $185 an hour because I poured coffee on my head. Because and like, I dumped coffee on my head. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, that's what got me to your page. And then I noticed like you have really good information. I'm like, this is exactly what I wanted to happen. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Here, yeah, so many thoughts here. First being, I feel like people want to buy from you for your personality. So like, why not include it? Like people get scared about adding in that like personal humor. But the more you see that, the more you feel like someone's your friend, the absolute more that I want to buy from them. Um, Right. But number two, and I feel like this comes across with a lot of coaches is the shock value that comes out in just 
their marketing strategy instead of what they actually think. I, I'm, I feel like I'm seeing this a lot on Instagram lately where somebody will make a big, bold capital statement and I'll go to the comments and I'll like say something and they'll respond and it'll be super level-headed and like super like I see both sides of the story. So that kind of makes me feel like, okay, wait, 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 wait. You didn't actually, you didn't actually think what you just wrote. It was you just wrote what you just wrote as a marketing ploy. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, you have to like lean in at some point. There is a shock value. There is number one word in marketing is polarizing. If you can be polarizing in some way, you're going to get people to either buy from you, come to you, listen mm-hmm. to you. Even if it's your, if I'm saying something the exact opposite of you, but I say it in such a polarizing way, you might not like it, but you're going to listen because it right. has that, like shock value. And I'm not saying it's great. And to be honest, I struggle with this because coming from the side of like, I am a career coach. So I want to provide the best, mm-hmm. best value possible. I, it's really hard for me to like, not give the full, right. And in career coaching, the it's like full truth. Yeah. Like you have, it's so specific to your industry, to your job, everything. So it's really hard to like someone that comes to you for like, let's say posing for a picture, right? Like you've done some of those people's bodies are different. They might want to pose differently. They might like certain angles. It's really hard to speak to the masses, but you just have to do what you can do with your Mm -hmm. platform and try your best, you know? Um, and so sometimes I put little disclaimers like, Hey, this advice might not work for you. And I hate myself for even doing that. Cause I'm like, I shouldn't have to clarify that. Mm-hmm. But I feel some sort of like, yeah, I feel like I have to at some level. Yeah. Yeah. You get like an ick factor about, but how do you avoid that? Like the algorithm yeah. is going to shoot your, your stuff to everyone and their mother. And like, that's what you want. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. My niche is career coaching technically, right? Like I'm in this like career world, but I don't coach career coaches. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to push my stuff to them. So like, that's really not my niche. My niche is people that are between the ages of like 28 and 35 and they're transitioning their careers, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. who I'm selling to. So why would I go and like follow and like, like, and comment? I'm not going to lie to you. I don't comment on anyone's stuff. I've never done it. Never will do it. If I like it, I'll comment it. I'm not going to comment for engagement. And I have a girl. Oh my gosh. I think I've told you this before. There's a girl who's in the career coaching world. She doesn't yes. have a big following. She doesn't even follow me, but she comes to every single one of my videos. Uh, and I hate that. <laughs> yeah. She's hoping that people will go follow her. She's like followed some of my friends. It's so cringe. And I'm like, if anyone's listening to this and you're doing that like weird engagement back and forth, please stop. Please stop. Especially if you don't follow, like making friends is one thing, but yes. jumping in just to like network with my audience or pitch my audience, get Terrible. out of here. My friends are like private, like, you know, she has to request to follow them. So like she's her career coach is in her name and she's going to people that follow me and she's just mass following all those people. And so they're texting me like, do you know this girl? Like, is she a friend of yours? Cause like, that would be a little bit normal. I'm like, nope, never met her. She doesn't even follow me. (laughs) Oh, I hate that. Okay. Pivot to good things. Um, (laughs) I have a couple more questions for you. So fun fact, speaking of friends that follow you. (laughs) Actually, a lot of my creator friends follow you. And it's, it's really funny because I feel like you've made friends with a lot of my friends (laughs) that I know in real life. And this has happened to me multiple times where I've brought you up and they're like, 
you know her? She's <laughs> so funny. Like, and just gush about you. Oh, I um, but I think what's most notable about that is that you work from home and you are doing your own thing. It's not like you're like out and about all the time. And right. everyone is so invested into your stories, your personal content, your life. And so I need to know what's your best hack for not feeling boring throughout your day of work from home? Right. It's a, oh gosh, I do feel boring. And that's the problem is like, sometimes I sit in my office literally from 7am to 7pm, if not later, and I don't move or do anything. And so I just feel like I have to get out creative juices. And so what I do is I just video as I'm doing it. Like yesterday, I was trying to figure out a way to like transition from like jumping up to being in the bathtub. So I was like videoing like myself in the bathtub and like showing like behind the scenes of how I create stuff. (laughs) And I feel like people really liked it. And then, but I think people get invested. Like you were saying, I hardly this, I I think a lot of people say this, right. But I mostly heard it from you is like, you attract your vibe attracts your tribe. Right. And I love this so much because I don't want to work with people that I don't like, right? If they're like not genuine and nice and I don't want to work with them in Mm -hmm. my courses, in my one-on-ones. And I will tell you every single person that's booked me is like my vibe. And I feel like that's because of content. If it was just career coaching content, how am I supposed to attract a vibe? You would get everyone. I would get everyone. So I have this like very much a little bit millennial, a little bit like, yeah, work from home, like fun culture. Um, I dive into my personal life of like, I call my boyfriend, my roommate, because we're still not engaged after seven years. Um, it was, it was really the Photoshop of a ring onto your finger. (laughs) She's like out at a bar. One of her story slides is like (laughs) hand out copy and paste like (laughs) bad photoshop of a diamond ring on her finger (laughs) terrible I was like do you think anyone will notice (laughs) (laughs) like that's what you've created with your community inside jokes like we all feel like you are our friend because we think we have inside jokes with you you have to I mean that is actually a great point and they can be so minimal like things that you just always do. So again, me calling him my roommate, right? It's became a thing and people like message me about it all the time. Like you with like recently you've been like doing like the lattes in the mornings. It's like people can expect like a fun little it's so simple, but it creates a culture. And like, you know, right. how, like there's people that do like the rich mom walks or like things that people can get involved <laughs> in and it's like yeah, like it becomes a culture and it's kind of crazy, but Um, that's what influencing is. That's what social media is. And if I'm not feeling creative or happy, or like, if I'm not feeling like I can give that energy, I don't get all my stories. I don't force it because that's when, that's when it becomes miserable. So anyone like trying (laughs) that, yeah, I'm like, that's never going to come across good. You want to have, like, I heard of a creator once say she has masculine and feminine days. And the way that she like explains that is like her masculine days are more operational, more analytical, where right. she's doing all the typing and the admin and her feminine days is she's walking around, she's creating, she's bringing a journal, she's doing like all mm-hmm. these things and letting all that flow. And so very different, you know, when she gets on and creates versus when she's like doing admin work. So I've kind of taken that with me. I love that. I love that. So let's, let's wrap this up here. I want to know 
my takeaway message here, what is your biggest piece of advice to service providers, to creators that want to jump into social media? My biggest piece of advice is when you are doing a video or doing any sort of content, I want you to A, speak to one person. So pick your your niche, right? Your person and talk to that one person. Obviously you want it to go to the masses. So like in tangent with that, I also want to say when I was videoing myself and I first started, I had 200 followers and like some of them were my mom and aunts and uncles. So like it's not, and this was about a year and a half ago. So I had 200 followers and I told myself, I'm going to bring the same energy that I would bring if I had a million followers. And I've just stuck with that since day one. And yes, you get three views, but guess what? That's still someone. <laughs> so you got to put on a damn show. <laughs> put on a damn show. There we go. Tell the people where they can find you putting on a damn show. Oh yeah. If you want to enjoy the circus, it is career coach Darcy. <laughs> I am on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Um, don't DM me for free advice. <laughs> that's, that's all I got to say. <laughs> and that's what we got from career coach Darcy thank you for tuning in come hang out with us next week we're actually going to dive into negotiation because hello career coach she knows how to do the thing see ya